What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. I'm here with George and Colin today. And, uh, you know, these two want to start their business. They want to get off on the right foot. And uh, we definitely hammered out uh, a business breakthrough in this episode. We really dove into the numbers. And when two people start a business, you know, anytime that I'm uh, given the opportunity to, you know, really facilitate communication. I try to just get the, get the, the hard conversations out. And, uh, I think you'll find in this business breakthrough that because I did that, there's definitely some clarity now. Uh, so I think you're really going to enjoy this one. Thank you for joining us on the contract with series podcast. Enjoy this business breakthrough. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. Um, yeah, let's do it. All right. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Business Breakthrough. George is back again, man. This is number, what is this, number four or three, George? I think it's four. Man, taking full advantage of the free coaching. I love it. And then uh, he brought in Colin. Colin is uh, his new business partner, project manager. Interesting situation. George wants to start up his business and move. Uh, and he found somebody that can take ownership of it uh, while he's gone. So Colin, what's up, man? Happy yeah, how's it going? Cool, cool. So um, Colin, man, what is your experience in, uh, in, in, in management? Is this your first gig or do you have any experience in flooring contracting, anything like that? Yeah, so I've actually been uh, operating a service providing company pretty much my entire life, like from before my first job ever. Like I've been doing it for probably the past eight years, managing friendly neighbor services. It's my business uh, that does exactly the same thing, a little bit smaller jobs, but more jobs, more volume. So it's just really yeah. focusing down on each job here and putting all the systems in place here to where we can get this operating automatically. Nice. And swiftly. Cool, man. So you understand the homeowner dynamic, what customers expect, what they want, the type of experience that they're trying to have. All that's really oh, yeah. important. Um, my biggest concern is just how early it is for George to be bringing someone on with no clear data of expectations of no, you know, we have no milestones that need to be hit. He hasn't even perfected his system and he's having you come in to try to perfect his system, which could get kind of messy. So what plans do you guys have um, to, to create a solid marketing system, which creates a good sales system, which ultimately creates a good production system? Sure. So, I mean, that's a really good point. Um, we had, we're going to double our marketing spending with Eric uh, very soon once we get our system set. Our goal is okay. to have about two to three crews by the time I move in, in like a few months. Not not like a few okay. months, but like April 11th or April, May. And okay. uh, right now we're in the process of interviewing people. We found like eight potential candidates. We're probably going to take like four, six of the eight. And um, we actually had about... 36 uh applications on indeed nice so we have for uh for for just installers yeah nice okay yeah. that's good so we were so, able to find so a few. are you trying to create teams of two three what are you trying to create how many teams are you trying to create teams of two 
All right, so teams of two. And what is the pay rate of the best person on the team and then the second hand? So the best person, the head installer can get promoted up to 25. He starts out at 20. And the helper right. starts out at 15 and get could get promoted to helper. Or, uh, to, All right, um, so you're at $35 an hour. Yeah. All right, do you have um, payroll set up already? We're not. We're going to do that before we hire our like first installer because we you should get that but, set up today i mean okay. there's nothing stopping you from getting that up today you should use you know you, you know I'm, I'm all about gusto man um yeah. so you guys need to log on to gusto get all that squared away um get it get it done now i mean you don't want to wait until you have a hire to get this going because they're going to need to onboard themselves with the right paperwork all that stuff um have you factored in workers comp i have not <laughs> all right so workers comp's important um for whatever reason, somebody gets hurt on your job site, dude, it'll be the end of your, your, your ride, man, without workers comp. So we need to have that. Um, yeah. you're in Baltimore or you're in city, Maryland. Okay. Maryland. Right. So, um, I don't know what the percentage is, but factor in between nine and 14%. I don't know what the percentage is, but just on a safe side. So what looks to be $35 per hour, um, actually equates to on the high end, 35 about 40 dollars an hour with workers comp okay and then as a business you guys know and i like that you're going the employer route by the way because that's going to separate you um and you're going to build some loyalty there and i'm going to talk to you in a second colin about what is going to be required of you but 40 40 is with workers comp guys and then you have uh your employer liabilities federal income tax unemployment tax social security tax okay so that's going to be an additional 10 percent on top of the the dollar so that's another. So you guys are operating at about $45 an hour with those two guys, one getting paid 20, one getting paid 15. So first things first, the goal for those guys is to get 40 hours a week. That's the goal. And that's what you should shoot for. So that means um, with that being said, that your labor for those guys at $45 an hour is $1,800 a week. And it's important guys, you guys write these numbers down and like look at them because you need to know, okay, and I'm going to call it Joe and Steve. Joe's 20, Steve is 15. We're starting with two. You know, I, I know that you guys have the idea like two, four. You got to know how to manage two and then go to the next level and then the next level because it's not just manage the employees, guys. When you're in residential contracting, you're managing the customers too. And that's big. Customers need to know what time frames. They need to know what styling needs to be done. Sometimes... They have other companies coming in to do other services. So you guys have got to be really strategic with scheduling. Like what if they're getting their house painted at the same time and they want the flooring installed afterwards? Well, how long are we going to wait for them to have paint all over their floor? Cause they told the painting contractor, they didn't need to cover the floors cause they're getting new flooring. So like, these are things guys you need to be thinking about in the flooring business. So at $1,800, that's how much minimum you've got to sell for those guys in one week because that covers their labor. Okay. Now let's talk about profit. Now, ideally you would be making profit on whatever your cost is. Okay. You have two ways to go about it. Number one, you can pay for the materials. Number two, you can pass on that expense to the customer. Have you decided which one you want to do? Yeah. So all our quotes include materials cost. Uh, if, uh, if we walk into a house and a customer is already like, Hey, we already chose out the laminate or the hardwood we want installed. We're going to buy it. All we need is labor. That's when we calculate 45 times 
you know, whatever it is per day. I think you should pick one or the other. Okay. I've sold floors enough to know that people, the cool thing about flooring is like, it, there's leverage in a, in a sense that like, if somebody orders too much paint, like it's custom paint, you know, like I, I, we can't return it. So they keep it. But if someone orders too much floor, you got to return it and you lose out on that because like, you know what I'm saying? So if you overestimate the amount of flooring and they have 10 boxes left over, like they're going to want you to return that. Like, it's just sticky with flooring. Like, so I would think that like, you should say, listen, you know, this is the way we do it. We have a couple of vendors and you guys should make it easy for them to find those vendors. And these are the vendors that you need to go to. And we'll tell you the square footage you need to tell them. You just purchase it through the vendor. Okay. okay. Like that's, I mean, honestly, I think that'll make your sales process so much easier and you won't have to think of, I mean, cause here's the thing with paint, my range is $5 a gallon. And usually people don't care what we use as long as it's a good product. Guess what? I could get a $2 linear or linear, a square foot floor or a $5 square foot floor. And you got to wait to sell it to me because you don't know which one I'm going to pick. Isn't that correct? That is correct. Yeah. So you can't close me because you don't know how much the job's going to be. I can close you tomorrow. If I don't care about how much material we're going to spend, say you buy the material, that material includes the flooring that includes the underlayment. If it's separate, that includes, that includes the, uh, the transitions. Okay. What am I missing? baseboards well that's an option that's different that's from a different vendor you can you can include getting the baseboards if you're doing baseboards okay so that's an option so so i really like i really want to talk about the numbers here because that's super important if you guys are going to start hiring because with that said you also have to understand that you know every job's different um every job takes the uh, a certain amount of time so you got to know the pace um so if it takes $1,800 to keep two guys busy for the whole week, then if you guys are wanting to make a 50% margin on your costs, uh, we need to be at $3,600 for, for that one or two jobs that's getting done. So typically they're not going to do more than two jobs in a week, unless they're just a bunch of small ones. Uh, but we know that we want to double what our, our labor cost is. Now there is going to be materials that you guys have, have to purchase, which um, like, like nails, like finished nails and things like that. So, you know, your par should be 39.50 for this crew of two. Okay. And that's a 50% margin, at least 50% on top of the costs. That's what a crew of two should be able to accomplish. Um, Colin, what is, uh, what is the agreement in terms of your pay? Yeah. So I just get, um, I, I'm going to be doing, um, just what, what George is doing with him. For now and then when he leaves like it'll be just me and i'll be getting 40 percent of the profits so you're not getting anything right now i'm getting 40 percent until um george leaves and 40 percent when he leaves so no nothing's going to change yeah nothing's going to change okay so you're getting 40 percent of the profit on a job right yeah and do you guys have a system in place to job cost yeah we have an Excel spreadsheet. We, you interviewed a guy named Matt and uh, we actually called him and, and got a coaching call with him. And uh, Oh, good. Oh, you spoke to Matt. Cool. Yeah. Matt is a God at Excel. He's yeah. so good yeah. at Excel. 
dude, I love that you uh that you push and you press to get your answers. That's a good sign of success. Um, and Colin too, this guy creating an app and from a developer in Afghanistan. Um, you guys are both great entrepreneurs already. But where I'm getting at is, um, so yeah, we got to make sure that we know what those profits are. I mean, and that's going to be huge for you, Colin, because uh, that's where your pay comes from. So it's important, you know, where those costs are, and it's going to incentivize you a little bit as well, um, you know, uh, to, to be doing that. Um, what my concern is, is that um, you take profits too early. Um, you guys are operating in a startup capacity right now. You know, and that's the thing is that, you know, if you're going to go in as a partner on this, which that's what you are. I mean, if you're taking profit, yeah. um, you know, money needs to be reinvested in this business for the next three months. I mean, he's got a heavy marketing cost that he's got to make sure gets fulfilled. Right. So like by you taking profit from the job, that's not really a partnership. If that's what we're trying to accomplish here, a partnership is taking profit from the bottom line. You know, I mean, you're taking job profit, which essentially you're a glorified salesperson at that point in time where you're getting a commission. Um, so is this a partnership or are you a representative? Have we talked about that? I mean, what's because what's because the thing about it is, is George doesn't get to take profit from the the job. He gets he gets the profit from the, the end goal, the business after all the expenses. Right. So he's got to pay for all that marketing. He's got to pay for you know, the software, he's got to pay for all these things. And then he gets profit on that bottom line after paying you. That's not a partnership. So have you guys discussed what that, what that really means? Yeah. So this is a, it's like a very long-term agreement in a way that like, I'm going to be here for a long time. Like we're going to split the costs of like trucks. Like we already have discussed this and agreed upon, like when we have to buy trucks, we're both going in at it. Uh, like I'm going to be paying 40% of it, stuff like, something like that, or 50, 50, and uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to invest a lot back into the business because we've seen that the more we invest into marketing, the more profits we earn, like the profit margin of that is very, very positive. So yeah, it's going to be a very um, investing. Is, this, is it a partnership or is it not? It's, I have no ownership in the company. Okay. George, so is, it a partnership, is it a partnership, George, or is it not? I don't think it is. Okay. Then Colin, you don't need to be buying trucks and all, all this stuff. You're, we got to establish this early guys. And I'm not. George, you know, I'm a straight shooter because this is whether you guys are going to either run into this on your own and it's going to be messy or we get it out on the table. Now, if yeah. it's not a partnership, he doesn't need to be buying trucks. He doesn't need to be spending money on marketing. He doesn't need to be doing any of that stuff. That's not his role. Okay. You know, that's okay. just the reality of business, dude. And I hate to say it like that. I just don't want you guys to fall out when you're already knee deep in all these processes. And it's like, so you're either splitting the profits or you're not. And if not, then he needs to be on a salary. Because you can't okay. take 40% of a profit on a job just because it, it, it just because that's a good number to give somebody, dude. You're not going to have any money to grow your business. You're going to need cash flow. You're going to need marketing expense. You're going to need to pay. I mean, it's just not going to, it's just not going to work. You know, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying from a startup perspective, because I'm in one right now, like there's no, like if I have a, if I have a partner, which I do, no one's taking a salary right now. I'm just saying if it's a partnership, which it, which we're telling me it's not. And I know you guys have conversations, Colin, dude, you're like, yeah, I want I, you, I know your intentions are good, but if it's not on paper and you guys don't have a clear set thing of how this is going to work, then that's when confusion gets put in place. That's when expectations don't get met. And that's when businesses dissolve because George, you're getting ready to leave. And this guy is essentially taking over a branch. 
So he's either a general manager or he is a franchisee of, of empathy contracting. And you got to make that decision. And if it's the latter, then you guys need to do a stockholder agreement. So essentially what you need to do is you need to allocate shares to uh, Colin and he needs to be an owner of the business. Okay. I think that's the better route. I think so too. I mean, it sounds like he's an owner. You just haven't made it official. Yeah, I agree. So as far as that goes, um, that wouldn't overlap to the state that I'm going to, right? That would only apply to Maryland. Dude, you're throwing such a wrench into this just by leaving. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's hard to give you good advice. I mean, it really is. You're essentially saying, I want to create the successful business, but I'm leaving in a couple months. So mm-hmm. uh, good luck, Colin. I'll talk to you over Zoom and we'll figure it out. That's not how a business is. That's not how you do it, dude. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if you want a long standing business, whatever you're going to go do, it's going to take away from that, bro. Like, this isn't like a software company where you can bounce around, dude. You're going to have real life problems with real people's homes, with real situations that you're going to want to handle. You know, you guys could be a dynamic duo and have a multi-million dollar flooring company with one of you guys doing sales and the other one in a nice air conditioning Chevy 2500 running around doing project management, networking with all the local flooring manufacturers. I mean, you could really go sky high here with both of your mentality, but you're leaving for whatever reason. That's a good point. I mean, how do you feel about him leaving, Colin? Honestly, like what? I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. Like we're we're like, that's the plan about that is we're planning for that because we know from the get that that was going to happen. So we're planning to automate systems, obviously, like I did with Friendly Neighbor. Um, So we're going to try our best to automate every system in place so we can uh, get it to where we don't have to do that much hands-on. But obviously, like you said, there will be a lot of hands-on. Create. I mean, but you got to look, I I understand you're trying to bring that mentality and I can talk to you like this because I'm a software guy. And I, we, we can, we see things similar. Oh yeah. This is a totally different system here, dude. This is hands-on boots on the ground. This is different. And I know we want to bring software into this to help automate things, but look at where the company is now. The company is nothing. It's not like you're taking something that's already working and we have a clearly defined system. He's saying he's leaving in April. That's five months. It took me three years to get people to call me without me having to advertise. And I spend a ton of money on advertising It's because, you know, it took me three years. So for me, it's like, dude, look at where this company is right now. You have nothing. And you're telling me in four months, we're going to get to a point where we can automate systems and lead flow to where we're cranking out this work. I'm not saying it's impossible, but I'm saying you're not going to hit the potential if one person is out of state and you're having to do this all on your own. And I I told George that from the get-go when we, when we spoke, it's just, you know, where I'm getting at is, is that it's just going to, it's just going to make the goal harder to attain um, because both of you guys could be so strong there. One rock in sales, one rock in project management. George, what are you planning on doing? Where are you going? South Carolina. South Carolina. So are you planning on starting another business there? Yeah. Okay. So do you feel as though what you're going to learn in the next four months to get you to a point where maybe let's say you hit 500,000, you're not even going to know what you're going to hit in a year because it's not even going to be a year. Um, you can duplicate that and bring it to another state. Um, I'm pretty confident in it. I know it sounds weird, but I'm pretty confident that I can do it. 
if I okay. can't, if I feel like I need to stay here longer and we're not ready for the transition, then, you know, that's a conversation we could definitely have when the time gets closer. But, you know, as of now, the goal is April. If we have to push it back another five months, a year or whatever, it it wouldn't bother me at all. Did you know he was willing to do that, Colin, before this conversation? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're planning for April, but I mean, obviously, like, you're I mean, everything you're saying is 100 percent accurate. Like it will be a lot easier if we're together. Here, George, here's the thing, dude. Look, man, I like you guys. I want you to be really successful. I I really do. I want you guys to have multiple branches. I want you guys to be the floor. I mean, we came a long way, George and I. I mean, he originally was doing all sorts of things. We narrowed it down to flooring, um, found you. I mean, this guy, this guy is really pushing. He's a, he's a good leader. George, the biggest mistake you're going to make in your business is leaving. It is, dude. You can't leave, dude. You're the owner of the business in a in a home service business. Five months of time isn't enough time for you to make all the mistakes you need to make. Like you're not like maybe if you were doing this for a year, George, and you had already hit five hundred thousand, and you have an established group of employees, and you guys have made the mistakes, you built some reputation in your area, and then you reached out to Colin and you came to me and said, "Hey, I'm bringing this guy on. He's gonna run what I already created." And all Colin's got to do is oversee production. He's scheduled to hire a few more guys this year. We're going to ramp up marketing on this. And I'm going to start another one in South Carolina. I'd be like, yes. All right. So that's great. So let's, you know, that's where we'd be. You guys are just starting. Like there's nothing, you have nothing yet. And it's just, there's, there just needs to be more time than April. So if you're willing to, um, George, I'd say at least hang out a year. I mean, give it a year. I mean, you know, at least give it a year and learn how you guys work together. And my suggestion is any business partnership, there needs to be stuff on paper. Like we've got to iron out, you know, stock shares. You know, if you really feel as though that, you know, there's this thing called a, uh, um, it's a, uh, a one-year cliff with a four-year vesting schedule, which essentially makes sure uh, Colin's a good fit for your business, George. And essentially uh, it, would, it would tie Colin to a one-year uh, agreement where he doesn't get any stocks until that one year is over. And then each year after that, it will give him uh, a little bit all the way up until whatever percentage you guys agree on. So that's a great way to keep each other accountable. So you don't, you know, in case this doesn't work out in a year and you guys just don't have any synergy, uh, you don't lose out on equity of your company. Um, you know, so that's, that's one way to make sure checks and balances are in place. But in terms of Collins pay, um, we've got to iron that out immediately, man. You guys have got to look at first, what are the goals? Are they are they achievable? I'm telling you right now that you guys got to sell for each crew should be about four grand, four grand a week is what a two-man crew should produce. So if your goal is to get three people or excuse me, three crews of two, so that's four, that's 16 grand a week. That's a pretty good metric right there. That's going to put you guys at about 60 to 70,000 a month. So, you know, if you, if you optimize now, are we taking tile? Are we taking laminate insulation? Are we taking like all these things like, dude, you, you, I'd be honest with you. You should avoid tile at all costs. Personally, personally, I think there's enough demand for laminate and vinyl where you can avoid tile. Tile is a completely different skill set. It's going to require a different hiring process. It's going to require different uh, installation process. It's going to require different timeframes. It's going to require all that stuff, dude. You know, and I, I think personally, if you guys were to optimize, I think you should focus on optimizing the production before you try to optimize everything else, because narrow down on what you're going to do, 
I think you should find somebody that just does tile removal. I think you should not put that on your team to do. I think if you guys have one person, if you have two, three crews of two, you should hire someone just to do the tile removal uh, and carpet removal and baseboard removal. Like that's his job. He gets sent in before job start and his job is demo. And that allows your installers just to do what they do, install. Like that's the type of systems that you guys should be creating and narrowing down exactly what you're going to do. Um, that'll just optimize your time. Um, but when it comes down to it, guys, looking at the numbers is important. I think Colin, you need to be on a salary, man. You can't be taking all this profit from the jobs. You, there won't be anything left. You know, if you were to take 40% of, let's say, let's say we, we hit 60 grand. I'm sorry, dude, I'm sorry if you feel like I'm taking away from you, but I want your business to be successful, man. If you guys are doing 60 grand. Okay. And, uh, let's say you guys operate at a, at a, you know, at a 50% margin, I'm going to divide that by two. That means that the gross profit of all that, all that work was, uh, was 30 grand. So that means Colin's taking 12,000 a month. I mean, would you be able to give him 12 grand a month? Do you know how much that is a year? That's 144,000 a year, dude. Definitely not at our stage. No way. He doesn't even want that much. If he's trying to build your company, he, he knows that. That's just too much. You guys got to rewire that, 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 uh, agreement, you know, um, obviously we, he needs to make money. So, you know, I mean, we got to figure out how to fit two people that need to make money inside of a business. That's not generating a lot of money. That means you guys got to scale quick, get more customers, spend more marketing, start off with 50 grand just to see what that looks like per week. See if that happens. Cause here's the thing, you guys got cash flow too, right? So, I mean, Colin's going to need his thousand for the week. You're going to want your thousand for the week. So that's eight grand a month. Right now, if you have one crew, uh, you know, you're only going to be bringing in 1800 times four. So right now, if you maximized, if you maximized right now, your crew of two, okay, they're going to bring in 7,200 worth of profit. If you just sell labor, okay. And you did four grand a week. If both of you guys want a thousand dollars a week, you guys are negative 800. So that's hmm. how important it is to get that second crew up and running and, and, and optimize. Once you hit the second crew, that's when you guys can actually afford to pay each other a thousand dollars a week to sustain your lifestyle. Okay. So I don't know, man. What, what do you think about all that? So <clears throat> I think if, would there be a way to basically cover all our expenses, cover the expenses of, the truck cover the expenses of marketing, labor, materials, all that, and then do a percentage off the leftover? Or do you think it should be salary? Well, I mean, I just think that, uh, I mean, you guys can decide that. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, first of all, what is that total cost? Do you even know? Mm -mm. Well, I, okay. we know it's 4000 for the crew per week. We know that well, I just after me just telling you that, yeah. Well, that no, it's eighteen hundred per week for two. Okay, yeah, it's eighteen hundred. So let's call it two thousand, and then we need. And George, that's least... on forty hours a week. That's if we have forty hours a week of work, which okay, we don't have so, yet. So, so we're not at that number yet. Yeah, well, okay. well, we're talking about monthly expenses. So you have fixed costs, which are expenses that never change. So how much is the truck payment? Oh, we yeah, haven't gotten a truck yet. It's All probably right, going to be so, a, around 900. 
Okay. Do you need nine hundred dollars for nine hundred? The hell? That's a Ferrari. <laughs> what kind of truck oh. do you need, dude? <laughs> I don't know. I was gonna It'll get a Sprinter. Man. No, be, man. About dude, you need a trailer. Who do you, George? What kind of car do you drive? Uh, Toyota. Is it a is it a Camry? Yeah. All right. And then, do you drive a truck, Colin? I have a. Tr- I'm. We're getting a truck, and like I'm buying a truck, and I also have a trailer. So I already got all that stuff for. Like dude, it's already. Colin, Colin, come stack, yeah. dude. You got to talk to this <laughs> kid more, man. You guys need a trailer. All you got to do is transport the materials. I mean, it's so. Yeah. The cool thing about that, I mean, you don't need ladders, like, dude, for painting. I need ladders. I need sprayers. What do you guys need? You guys need the little things that tap in the flooring, and you need the you need the trailer, dude. It's it. You yeah. know. I mean, what, I mean, so you yeah. don't even need a truck, dude. It's about staying lean like you got to try to like stay lean because again i'm just trying to help you guys understand how to get to a million we got to get to a million first like how do we generate a million dollars worth of sales and it's going to be a little skewed for you guys because my sales include the paint right so i i include the paint don't be intimidated by your sales because your sales are just going to include labor but people understand hello they need to pay a percentage of you know, the, the labor to make profit, you guys got to make a freaking profit. So it's just about like helping you guys understand that, like, you know, we've got to get, we've got to get a couple crews moving. We've got to make the mistakes. We've got to be able to look at the costs and see what should we pay based on this? Like, yeah, it's good to say, yeah, you get 40% of the profit, but dude, that's the job profit. That's not the net profit of the business. Like the net profit of the business is a way smaller number. Um, you know, at the end of that job over the course of the year, when you do your taxes, it's a good, good well, hopefully it's small. Cause you won't pay the, you know, the income tax, but you know what I mean? Um, it's just going to be hard. Now, a percentage that I've heard for salespeople, Colin is, uh, usually about eight to 10% of the, the, the job itself. So I'm giving you some options here. I mean, we don't have to do that. It's like eight to 10% of the job itself. So if you sell a $5,000 job, you know, you would get 500 bucks, right? If you were selling the job, okay. You know, maybe overseeing the job, you get 500 bucks. That's fair. You know, if you were to job cost that job, um, I think it was like 12 to 14% of the net profit. So if you made two grand, then it would be, you know, 12 to 14, 14%, but 40% of that job profit is just way too much. Yeah. The, um, right the 40%, now. we decided that it makes sense at 40% because when George is completely gone, it's going to be that he's doing nothing. He's doing nothing and he's still getting 60% of the job. hundred percent. Listen, I, and, and that's when George is gone. Like I get that. Yeah. I mean, if Which he were gone now, <laughs> we've got to change that pay structure when George leaves. I'm talking about when we start this business, <coughs> which is like yesterday, like there's gotta be a fair compensation to get you guys to that point where George can confidently leave and you're just running things, dude. 100%. You know, and you're just running things. Yeah. Um, it, it, to me, it's, it, it's just one of those things where, um, you know, I just know it won't work. So we got to look at the numbers of, of what we need to sell for two guys. Now, do you guys have any employees? Yeah. And how many employees do you have? Three. You have three employees. How, how's, are, are three guys working on each job? Uh, depending on how big it is. Um, they're not all full-time yet. They, they, one of them's full-time. The other one has uh, a job. The other two have jobs. One works at the Home Depot. And the other works at um, Pizza Bullies, okay. but they're both they're both not getting treated well. So I, I told them, hey, we'll start you out with you know two days a week. See how we manage that. Um, once we you know systematize that, we'll move up to. How many jobs do you have in your pipeline right now? So right now, let me check drip jobs. 
Did you guys know each other before this, Colin? Yeah. Yeah. He actually, we actually met each other at a uh, business, con- business conference co- competition. Him, I was presenting friendly neighbor. He's no, like, Oh, this guy. That's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is what concerns me. We have $38,177 in our pipeline. <clears throat> and um, that's a total of four jobs, five jobs. Okay. That's what's in our pipeline. So they're getting drips daily. Um, I think I'm going to go ahead and call them up today and follow up here's the thing you're in survival mode man like if you guys you guys are trying to fit both of your expectations into like into a grape because the grape is the size of the business like dude we have a lot of work to do here man i mean you guys are in the red i mean if i were to give you a color it would be red i mean we don't know we have this big grandiose dream of of colin taking over something that does dude colin you could start your own honestly, and be in a better position than you're in right now. And I'm sorry, George, to say that, but that's the reality. You've got nothing. Like, there's nothing here, George. And it's like, bro, you've got to be aggressive. You can't just be okay with part-time workers, man. You need full-time guys. And every person that you've given a quote to needs to be getting a discount if they haven't gotten back to you within a week. Because here's the thing, you got 21 days before people either hire someone else or they don't want to do the job. So what are we waiting for? Like, it's one of those things that like, there's got to be some level of aggression toward this or the business won't succeed. Like, you've got to make these calls and say, hey, listen, I quoted you at 3,900 the other day. Hey, we could really use the work for our team. Let's get you down to 3,500. We could start Monday and we can help you pick out what flooring type you want. How does that sound? Like, it's got to be that level of aggression because you got to realize people don't work for companies that can't provide them 40 hours a week. And if you're saying, well, we don't provide 40 hours a week, we're giving somebody two days. Who wants to work two days, George? I just thought it would be a good start. Before it's not we... a good start because you guys, you have Colin depending on you to get him in a position where he's running this fully functional business. Okay. You are tiptoeing back and forth about leaving to a different state. We're all over the place here. Yeah. You, you have people applying on Indeed. You, have, you say you have 30 applications on Indeed. What, what's the benefit of anyone getting a job with you guys right now? You don't have the work to keep them busy. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, here's the deal, man. You got to sell some jobs. And I, how many flooring stores do you guys go into? Flooring? Oh, yeah, we didn't do that yet. No? No. That's, that's, that's a given. Every flooring store within 20 miles needs to know you guys. 100%. True. Yeah. Definitely. Every flooring store, dude. I mean, that is like a, that is like free money. They need to love us. They need they will. You guys bring them freaking the bring them lunch, dude. You know, you want to make yeah. an impact on it. Hey guys, I brought you guys donuts. Go get some freaking donuts. Put wow. 24 donuts and say, "Hey guys, we're new. Empathy contracting. Bring your freaking business cards. Go in there and say, "Listen, please consider us. Is there any paperwork we need to fill out to get on your vendor list?" I mean, you're not going to make as much with those, but they're great filler jobs. Totally. And guess what? Guess what you can do when you get those jobs? You can upsell. Hey, miss, do you want to add baseboards? $6 a linear foot and we'll paint them. Hey, you want to yeah. add crown molding? We do crown molding too. $9 a linear foot and we'll paint it. 
Like, bro, like that's the level of, of freaking hustle that you've got to have if you want to be successful. Otherwise, don't give people the idea that you're going to be hiring them and make them apply to a company that has no work, that has two guys that are really entrepreneurial focused. You guys are phenomenal, but you guys have not had these hard conversations that you had to come on here to have. You need to have them yourselves. Don't be afraid to say, hey, how much am I getting paid? What is my expectation, dude? Like, this is how you make sure that you don't get screwed in, in a business partnership. For sure. You know? Yeah. You know, Colin, I'm sure you appreciate this though, Colin, even though I just cut your pay in half, but you appreciate it. Oh, no, I, I completely agree with everything you said. I mean, Thank obviously, you. like, we want this business to be massive. We want it massive. to be branched everywhere. Like, like, we're not trying to have just little a little branch here, a little branch there. You like, might look back on this in 10 years and you might be like, dude, this was a pivotal conversation to have yeah. the guy that crazy guy told me everything we needed to yeah. hear um george didn't talk to him for another three months because he was mad um <laughs> but uh you know but those are the things man look you got to know your numbers that's number one if i'm going to give you guys a i'll give you guys a little playbook here know your numbers identify exactly how much you need to sell in order to keep guys busy for 40 hours if you guys finish a job on Thursday, you better pay them for Friday because that is your responsibility is to make sure these guys have a full week of work. So you should be pricing out your jobs that way. Now you need to be identifying where your niche is. I think it's vinyl and laminate. There's right now, as we breathe in your area within 50 miles, there's a hundred vinyl and laminate floors being installed. Are you yeah. going to get a piece of that pie? Because the reality is the other flooring contractors are going to be taking tile. They're going to be taking backsplashes. Some of them like to take bathroom remodels and all that stuff. What does that do? That opens up a void for you guys just to only take vinyl and laminate, vinyl and laminate, vinyl and laminate, you know? Now yeah. you could get, you could take some tile. I'm not saying if you get, a, if somebody wants to do tile and you feel like you can do it, do it. I'm just saying that it's going to be, it's going to be harder to hire uh, tile installers than it is vinyl and, and you can take someone off the street and teach them to, to freaking put down a vinyl and a laminate floor. Yeah. That creates a really easy way for you guys to get help. And how do we grow our business? More people. So if yeah. we build a business, we should focus on how can we acquire good help? It's harder. To, it's hard to build a, an, a, a bathroom remodeling business because how many people do you know you can pull off the street and teach how to do a perfect bathroom remodel? Very hard. Very hard. You know? Um, so I gave you guys a lot. I hope you thought it was helpful. Oh, um, definitely. Tanner, I appreciate you a million. I mean, yeah. we got some action items to work on now. So next, yeah, next, Colin uh, was next right. Podcast. You guys are going to be successful. George. Yes. Will we see you back? hundred percent. All right, man. I got to go. Thank you guys. Uh, keep me updated. All right. All right, brother. Colin, have a good day. Colin, we got, we got to get together. I'll, uh, I'm going to walk you through drip jobs. I'll send him a link to send you. Appreciate you. All right, brother. Talk Take to care, you. guys. Yep. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time. It's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com, 
and we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.